everybody, welcome back to Pritches Get Stitches. We are happy you found us. Glad you're here. Holly, football is back. I know. You don't sound so excited. Here's why I don't like football. I like football. I hate football because it signifies that the cold is coming, that winter will be here soon. And like baseball, when baseball season starts, it's like, yes, summer's here. Mm-hmm. But then summer's here and I'm like dying and it's so hot and I hate summer. But then I also know that I hate winter. Well, we need to change. We like we need a big change because it's uh, it's been triple digits. I don't know for how many days, but it's ridiculous. Yesterday it said it said you know the temperature was 102, but feels like 115. I'm like, if it feels like 115, then it's 115. Like it's not 102, it's 115. Right. Something to do with uh, I think it's like the heat index, but I don't know how they calculate that. I don't care, if but it's, it's dumb. Yeah, if it feels like 115, it's 115. Ugh. So we are getting a cold front next week though. Tuesday, crossing nice. my fingers. Nope, it's going to get to 103 from 106 so strong cold front coming in <sighs> you know it's so hot though i went out to my car on the way here and every time i go out to my car i always look at it i always do like a walk around right. um at the apartment complex and i noticed that one of the what are they called tire i guess air pressure caps okay was missing oh. and it was there yesterday so i'm like did somebody steal that or do they just come off i don't know but anyway they're red. Your air. so i didn't steal the air the air was still in there but the cap was missing and they're like a really pretty red so i had ordered huh. some um that's why they stole just, it probably but they only stole one i don't know but i ordered some san francisco giants uh air caps like forever oh. ago but I just have never put them on because it's hot. So then today I'm like, well, I better put them on. I was out yeah. there for no joke. Two minutes. I get in the car and I just have like sweat pouring down my face. Yeah. And I'm just like literally two minutes. I could not cool down. Ridiculous. Ugh, it's so gross. It's like instant sweat that stays and it's just gross and I hate it. So on the one hand, I'm glad football's here. But on the other. But see here, the thing about it with Texas is, yes, it's going to get cold, but it's not that cold until football season's over. It's usually like, you know, it's the Super Bowl. And then it's like, oh, by the way, it's going to be, you know, a week of ice. Like, good yeah. Luck. And I guess that's true. I've just been in Utah for the last 10 years. So that's what mm-hmm. I've always for the last 10 years. That's what I've been associating it with. Like snow is going to happen soon in October, usually. So yeah. I guess I don't have to worry about that. And then by the time January rolls around, you're out. I'll be gone. Crossing my fingers, I'll be in Tampa where the sun is shining. Maybe. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't know what the weather's like in December and January in Florida, but hopefully, it's a lot warmer than it is here. Yeah, I don't think it gets too cold down there. I mean, it gets cold enough that iguanas like go into you know hibernation mode and fall out of trees and all sorts of stuff. Right. You've seen that, right? No, I just was agreeing with you. Yeah, so they they get so cold that their body stops moving, uh-huh. and then they'll just like fall out of trees. Like oh, great. One dude thought that it was dead, so he buried it. He went out the next day, and there's like it had dug its way out. <laughs> there's just holes because they were still alive. But it's like they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, you should look that up. Iguanas falling from trees in Florida. So now I have to worry not only about crocodiles and alligators, but I also have to worry about iguanas falling. I think, I, I think iguanas are cool. One time I had to watch my friend's iguana. It was a pet iguana. They went on vacation. And it was like iguanas, fish, dogs. And they're like, hey, we're going to be gone a week. And I was like, yeah, no problem. So Wednesday or like Tuesday, I go over to get the dogs and feed them and everything. And I go back later that day and the dogs are gone. They're outside in like a cage thing that they had built. Well, the door wasn't apparently closed good enough. Dog gone. Okay. Um, So I'm searching all over for these dogs. I feed the iguana going everywhere. And the next day, Wednesday, my buddy knocks on the door. Well, what had happened was they had gone to San Antonio and then on the way back up, they stopped at the house to go. They were going to then go to Dallas, I guess. 
And he's like, Hey man, um, the dogs are gone. And the iguana was on like the leather, uh, recliner. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I forgot to latch the iguana cage. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't know where your dogs went, dude. Like they just, it was like, don't pay me. <laughs> like this is, I'm the worst pet sitter ever. And, uh, it was, it was pretty bad. Lost the dogs. The iguana's out. The fish didn't die, but you know, so the, the dogs actually came back. They came back the next day. They were hungry, I guess. And I got them in and oh boy, that was bad. Yeah. I went to visit my friend Reagan when she was in college in Oklahoma and she lived with, remember if it was when she was living with the roommate she lived with for a little while, or if it was when she was on her own. And then we went over there and they had two iguanas and they were huge. They didn't live on in a cage. They had an entire room to themselves. Like they had two wow. iguanas and they were giant and I was terrified. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go over there ever again. I never wanted they to just like chill out in the room scary. by themselves. Yeah. They just would chill in the room and sometimes they would open the door and let them like wander around the house. And I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. They were giant too. So I just am not like spiders, lizards, turtles. I don't want any of that stuff. Yeah. No, I'm good with that. Our nephew though, Brandon, he's got all sorts of stuff. Snakes and does he? tarantulas. Oh yeah. You're not really on Facebook. Yeah, he does. Interesting. I would have never thought that of Brandon. Uh, it didn't surprise me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay, Holly. So I was at the store the other day. Last week you came in with like a bunch of stuff you'd bought at World Market. And mm-hmm. most of it's Asian potato chips, different flavors. Yep. They and have a giant Asian potato chip section for some reason. I don't know why. So so, so we're set for the next couple of weeks, next few weeks. We got some energy drinks and some fun things that we're going to try. But I decided to provide it this week. And I was at the store the other day and it said new and it was a Cheetos. And so I had to do it because it says new. And if it's new, it means we got to try it. But and I hate Cheetos. I don't I know. know if you know this. Like Cheetos are grody. I don't like the texture, the consistency of them. Any Cheeto. Doesn't matter if it's the puff, the cheese ball, the little skinny ones, the well, fry type. I just don't like Cheetos. Well, too bad. So these ones are tangy, spicy, and cheesy. Right. Mexican street corn. All right. I have a feeling that you're going to love these and I'm going to hate these. This reminds me when I was in Los Angeles on my mission and, and guys would have like a a shopping cart and they would have corn and they would yell out like maize and they would street corn, put some mayonnaise on it. Oh man. When I was in, um, actually just smell like Cheetos. When I was in San Diego, they had those on the beach. Like the guys lined up with the corn, but, uh, Karen, my friend, we were in, when she went out to Utah and visited, we went to a farmer's market uh-huh. and I was telling her about the street corn and one of the little shops had the little lady there was selling the corn and she got it and she loved it. So I don't know if she'd ever had it before, but. All right. So here we go. Cheetos. Also, also in LA, they, the guys would walk around with, I think I may have told you about this, a big block of ice and they would make snow cones. So no, they, but they would shave it. I'm guessing like, with yeah, like, a, like they had a, like an ice scraper. Interesting. And so they buy a block of ice, like at 7-Eleven. Cause you could yeah. get like the block ice and yeah. they just had like an ice scraper. They probably used it to get, well, they never used it to get ice off of their car because it was LA. So they never had that, but yeah, they just used it. They would shave yeah, it and they pack pretty, it in. Pretty smart. Yeah. Okay. Ready? All right. Three, corn. Here we go. Three, two, one. Mm. It tastes cool ranch Doritos. Not quite. There's a little bit of like a weird flavor. I didn't get a weird flavor. I just got street or uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. No, Cool Ranch Doritos are way better. Well, yeah, they're way better, but that's what it reminds me of. I definitely don't taste street corn. I only taste 
Cool Ranch Doritos. Mm. I think it's like the mayonnaise or something. I don't know. I don't taste anything, but I feel like you're going to eat all those. So I'm going to move them over here. Uh, my kids want to eat them. Kept asking me. I kept them in my car, though, for like a week. I forgot about them. So they've been in baking. They've been extra baked. I would say they're not terrible. They're oh, not, not like the other Cheetos. I don't like the I don't like the other Cheetos, I guess, but those weren't terrible. They just reminded me, probably because they just reminded me a lot of Doritos, which I like. So I never had street corn in LA. I never did buy one. I just say like mayonnaise and stuff. I'm like, mayonnaise on corn. But of course, we put mayonnaise on broccoli. It's true. We do. I don't do that anymore, though, normally. Used to. Oh, I still do. Val never had it until she met us. I mean, I don't think anybody had it until they met us. I don't us. think anybody had it. It's like Reagan for years. I mean, Reagan and I were best friends from, shoot, seven or eight years old. She finally tried it like Thanksgiving. Let's see. It must have been when she was 18 or 19. She was off in college up in Oklahoma. Her dad had taken a job in England. Um, so they were over there and she didn't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. So I told her to come down. So she came down and because uh, her parents kept the house that they had in Texas because the company paid for them to move over to England. So she just came home and stayed at her house and then came to our house for Thanksgiving dinner. And she finally tried the broccoli and mayonnaise and was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Like, I'm so mad. I, you know, wouldn't try it all the years before. Yeah, same with Val. She's like, this is the, this is the best way to eat broccoli. Like, of course she, she, it reminds her of like artichoke hearts. So mm-hmm. she likes to eat those. That's exactly what Reagan said. Like, this just tastes like artichoke hearts. This is great. Yeah, Which is a, good. It does taste like artichoke hearts. Cause to me, it's just normal. Like just put mayonnaise on broccoli. Yep. That's how you do it. So if you haven't, let's, you know, we can put that all on right. the pole, put that on the pole. Have you ever had mayonnaise and broccoli? I feel like, the only people who would say yes are people in our family. Maybe, maybe Ratliff. I don't well, know if he's he probably tried, tried it. House. He probably I'm made assuming, him. I mean, he's eaten at our house before a million times. So the one who puts ketchup on tacos. Yeah, that shit's weird. I don't care what you say, Sean. <laughs> weird. Ketchup and on granted, tacos. Right. I get it. We put ranch on tacos if they're homemade at the house. You know, that's did, closer to sour cream. He did have a point though. His point was it's like a it's like a hamburger. And I'm like, you got a point. It's got beef. It's got cheese. It's got, uh, but it's, it's not got a lettuce. <laughs> it's got lettuce. It's got tomato. You know, and it's kind of like a. So what do you put uh, mustard on a taco? Well, do you put mustard on a hamburger? I, I don't, don't, but a lot of people do. Dad does. What a Sean? Do you put do you put mustard on yours? We need we now we need you to go in the comments and respond, Sean. Mustard on the hamburgers or mustard on the tacos? Because he doesn't put mustard well, on tacos. Put, well, right. But does he eat mustard on hamburgers? And if so, then I challenge you to eat mustard on your tacos the next time you have them. Speaking of mustard, um, did you see they have mustard Skittles? Well, they had them for National Mustard Day, August 5th. Um, I don't know why that's like anybody even thought of that. First of all. This is Mustard Day, National Mustard Day. Yeah, but day. mustard's disgusting. And there sh- mustard shouldn't even have its own day. Mustard? Ugh. There's all sorts of things that have their own day. Maybe one day we'll go over the things that shouldn't have their own day, but do. We'll do that. Mustard is one of them for sure. Put, put that on our list. Okay, so we'll talk about mustard skittles later or things like unto it possibly. Um, but Holly, it is so freaking hot outside. Like we talked about, feel the feels like was 118 yesterday. That was when I got in the car at pick up my daughter at like I don't. She called me. Ava called me. She's like, Dad, can like our house is like is half a mile from school. Yeah. And she called me. She's like, dad, can you please come pick me up? It is so hot. And I'm like, uh, yes, I will. Um, but with all this heat, uh, it's got to have been hotter at some point. Yeah, it is. And it has been. So fun fact of the day. So I think I've talked about this before. The first time we talked about it being super hot this summer. Um, so I just wanted to give a reminder that the hottest day on record was 134 degrees, July 10th, 1913 in appropriately titled Furnace Creek, 
California, which is in Death Valley. Oh, that makes sense. Burns Creek in yeah. Death Valley. So then I also was like, well, I wonder what the hottest day in Texas is, because surely it's this year, but it wasn't. So we think we're melting at 106. It's been 120 degrees wow. twice in Texas, once in August of 1936 in Seymour, Texas, and once in uh, 19, June of 1994, which is odd. 120 in June. I could see it in July or August, but June, it's normally still trying yeah. to that was heat June, up. It was June 28th. Yeah. It was one of the, they must have turned. Guess, but. They must have turned the broiler on up there instead of the preheat. They must have. That was in Monahans. Monahans. You know where Monahans is? Is it by Odessa? It is by Odessa. And I only know that because serving papers. I never I have served in Monahans, but we have to send out to Monahans. I knew a girl from Monahans when I was in college at AM. She was from Monahans. That's the only reason why I knew it was by Odessa. But mm. so then Heidi the other day sent me a reel. And so I had to verify the facts. Um, but there was an even hotter time. It was just for a brief period, um, but it was in Copperl, not Copple, but Copperl, I guess, K-O-P-P-E-R-L, Texas. It was June 15th in 1960. And the um, townspeople uh, dubbed it Satan's Storm. And so apparently what happened was it was late at night, June 15th, 1960, and a complex a system of storms rolled through um, and the storm encountered rapid deamplification because of a collision with drier soft air, like which was higher. Okay. So usually rain will cool a uh, very dry air. But in this case, the rain that cooled the air uh, vaporized as the um, as it hit the drier air that was higher. Okay. So that meant that it was uh, much more dense than the surrounding air. So the air and the rain rapidly fell. Um, to the surface at almost 80 miles per hour. And when it, the column of air, so it was like essentially just like rain falling. Okay. When it plummeted or not rain because it vaporized, but like hot air. And when it plummeted to the ground, it plummeted at um, a rapid superheated wind of 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. And it was so hot that the townspeople sprung from their beds like, cause it was the middle of the night and grasping, like gasping to breathe because it was so hot. And they wrapped their children in wet towels and bed sheets. And they literally thought it was like the end of the world coming. Oh, wow. Apocalypse. Epic. Yeah. So they stayed that way for like reports of up to four hours, um, like just terrified. So, was, you know, um, but they were saying that the crops withered, corn cooked on its stalks, it's leaves, popcorn running around, huh? Yeah, right. Leaves shriveled. Um, automobile radiators reached the boiling point and one farmer's uh, 140 acres of cotton burned to a state of crispiness. I'm, so, I'm not too convinced as you read that, that the government didn't have something to do. I'm not going to say one way or the other <laughs> if they did or not, but you have to I look was that thinking, up. Top like, secret. Right. And I was talking to my buddy, I don't know, a couple of days ago and he and I were chatting about like cold and hot and, I was like, at some point, because he was like, can you imagine like, because you had sent me a cartoon, uh -huh. you know, and it was titled in God's kitchen. And there's an angel that walks yeah. in and says like, hey, God, what are you cooking? And then he replies, Texas, why? You know? Um, and so he replied back, can you imagine if it's this hot, like in Texas, what about all the other like super hot areas in the world? Imagine how much hotter it is. And so I was thinking though, like, and you know, we got into discussion that I think at some point the body can't recognize, like it gets too hot or too cold that your body can't differentiate anymore. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I would guess like at a certain point, 
it doesn't it's feel any hot. hotter. It's right. just hot. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I would. I don't know when that would be because I feel like I think, man, I can't get any hotter. And then the next day happens and it's hotter, and you're like, it's hotter. I but mean, I mean, what is that like? If you go out to Death Valley and it's 120 degrees, or you're in Arizona and it's 120 degrees, like, does it feel? Yeah, but I feel like hotter. Like, I don't know. I don't think it feels like when I was in. You know, Susie and I talk about this a lot because she's up in Utah, and like, so I've been sending her like about the heat wave and she's like i love the heat i can handle the heat i'm like yeah you have heat with no humidity big difference like in utah i would sit out on my balcony the entire summer now granted it would hit like three or four when the sun would hit my balcony directly and i'd have to go in but it would be between 90 and 100 degrees but it doesn't feel as hot as it does when there's humidity and so she's like i also don't like snow and i'm like you just need to move to arizona like there's no snow no humidity but i feel like it feels hotter here because of the humidity well, and the cold's colder too. I feel right. um, it was, and maybe it was just because it was so freaking cold. But when I was in Rexburg, it, it was like it get it finally in April got to like thirty degrees, and we were walking around in like just a long sleeve like cotton shirt, you know. Right. You and can't it was do thirty that here when it's thirty. Oh no, yeah. I I didn't have clothes for that place either, so I had to like triple shirts and right. It was crazy, but it was cold. And so, yeah, I think maybe there's a point where your body just doesn't feel it anymore it's just hot like oh this is like 90s okay now we're in the hundreds and it's just like after that you're like it's just hot like right but i'll tell you what i am not outside long enough to even think about it um i stay inside like my whole life in the summer you're just inside or in a pool yeah and even when you're in the pool like it's still nasty hot and so i don't even like to do that midday you know i'm the same way and i made the mistake in march when it was cold Mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of concert. Well, not a bunch, but I bought a few concert tickets. And yeah. the furthest one out was the other day. And you and mm-hmm. I went. And in March, you're not thinking about August heat. Oh, I did. Immediately. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Because you're like, again, oh, it's a, like, Utah, I, think it's a, I think it's an inside venue. You're like, oh, it's a, it's an open venue. I'm like, oh. Well, I thought for sure. Because in my mind, I'm like, they're going to close the back doors and have the AC on. It'll be like you're going to a Texas Rangers game where it's hot. Then they close the top and turn the no. AC on. So I figured, oh, well, they can close the big back doors. So That's there's no thinking. lawn seating. That's what my thought was. They have to. Like, that would make sense. But, oh, my God. Yeah, so we did the uh, Blink-182 concert a couple years ago at Dos Equis, which is kind of the same setup a little bit as as uh, we went to Toyota Music Factory. And it was stifling. I think we went in July. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to really like a band in order to go in July to an outdoor venue. I just feel bad for the performers. Yeah, we're sitting there sweating. Did you see those guys? They were, oh. like, glistening, like, like not just only a waterfall. Listening, like you could see their shirts were soaked just through. And I was kind of mad because at the end, man, you know, Manchester Orchestra didn't do an encore. And I was like, wow, that's the like first time I've been to a band in a really long time where they didn't do an encore. But then I was like, yeah, they're done. that dude's like, it's hot. He's like, no way I'm going out for another encore. He's <laughs> like, like, I'm from Atlanta, but geez, yeah. it's hot. Yeah, no. I mean, in Atlanta is freaking humid, but not hot like that. But I mean, it was a good show. So, so yes, we did go to the concert. Jimmy Eat World. Um, they, we, you told me they were going to perform second. That's what you thought. And Manchester Orchestra, who I've never really listened to. I don't really, I I don't know them well. You love them, but I love Jimmy Eat World. And I saw Jimmy Eat World 22 years ago. Wow. Wow. Uh, 2001. And, uh, we saw Jimmy Eat World, Tenacious D and Weezer. And that's like one of three concerts I've been to now in my life. Um, and anyways, they were, they rocked it just like they did then. It was, it was great. I loved it. You're like, dude, you know, like every song I'm like, I've been listening to Jimmy World for like 25 years. And the only song you didn't know is like one of the only songs I did know because it was like one that came out last year. 
Yeah, it was new, newer, and I, you know, I don't really listen to radio that much. And if I don't go on Amazon Music and like I listen to the radio, like I listen to Amazon Music, I don't listen to like you listen to Alt Nation and all that right. stuff on on XM. But I, if I don't go on and like, oh, let me see if this band has a new release or whatever, I usually don't. Hear right. It. But anyways, uh, so we did go to the concert, and you kept texting me like. I mean, if you don't want to go, that's fine. You can like, well, because you've I, I been dreading it. I don't like, know. I don't want you to be uncomfortable if you want to stay. And I'm like, why does she keep saying like, you don't want me to be uncomfortable. And then I realized you thought I don't like crowds and that I didn't it. want to go because of the big crowds. I'm like, I have a crowd anxiety, which we do have uh, some relatives who have that. Right. Like big crowd anxiety. And I, and it took me a bit like, even you finally said that, like, oh, you don't like big crowds. I'm like, no. The only reason why I'm dreading is it's freaking August 9th and it's an outdoor venue and traffic's going to be terrible and I hate traffic. And so that was, well, because that was the reason. Well, because you've been like dreading it for months where you're like, I'm not going to be here that time. I'm going to be in San Jose. Can you yeah, find somebody create, else? I really I, thought. And, I, I did create a fake alibi. <laughs> I, I thought though, like up until the very last minute where you were like, I'm here. I really thought you're going to be like, I'm not going to go. It's just too hot. Like, especially after you were like, Oh, it's not the crowd that's the issue. It's just going to be hot. I'm a homebody, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's the big thing. I'm a homebody. I'm like, I'd rather be at home. And I'm not going to lie. I did try to pawn off the uh, concert onto Jessica, who works for me. Like, hey, Jessica, you want to go to a concert with my sister? She was like, uh, no. Not that she didn't want to go with you. She, she's like, I, I got to pick up. Jessica. <laughs> she said, I got to pick up my parents. I forgot they were coming into town. All of a sudden, they were coming into town. But <laughs> um, I was like, fine, I'll go. And then Heidi got mad that that we get to go and she didn't get to go and but you got something planned with her later so yeah i'm gonna i've tried there's a lot of shows that are down in austin that i want to see but i'm like i don't know anybody really like the people i know in austin and i don't know like i do have one good friend down there kuzak but she teaches and she's involved in a lot of extra on top of teaching like a lot of extra stuff like theater program and something math not math uh some sort of something i can't think of what it is maybe it was just the theater thing but um and so just with all of that going on and she's in Georgetown, it's hard to kind of coordinate, especially during the school year, because she has a lot of stuff going on the weekends. And then once you told me like Heidi wanted to go, I was like, oh, that's it. I'll just drag Heidi to all these shows with me. Oh, she'll go. You know, she'll go. That's the one thing, you know, she'll she's, start she's, asking she's, off from work and all sorts of stuff now. There you go, man. But I was going to make her go to Austin City Limits with me. And I was like, oh, man, I can get tickets for cheaper than normal. I mean, they're still expensive. But then I started looking at the lineup and I'm like. Don't like any of these bands enough to pay 375 dollars to go see them like there's a hundred bands and that's a good deal but none right. that i'm dying to see or i've seen a lot of them already so it wasn't anything right you know crazy so i just told heidi i'd look for some other concerts down there and we'd go but and you it was told hot, me, though and you told me that uh you know so so i'm listening to manchester orchestra i've never heard really heard them before and the songs i have heard it's like super mellow super right. like slow I, I don't even know what they were talking about, show, man. but dude, they were freaking rocking it. My ears hurt after like, they, oh, uh, man, some my of their ears songs, were hurting. <laughs> some of their songs. I was like, okay, this is normally like a slow, which we mellow. did, which we did immediately getting into the car. They came on, uh, right. The, the radio. And you're like, I was like, did they play this song? You're like, yes, but not like this way hard. No, I was super surprised. And one thing that they always do, like they do the alt, um, alt 18 every month or week they count down top 18 songs and they have people who can call you can call and leave like a voicemail memo of who you want on the whatever and so every time people would say talk about manchester orchestra they'd say like yeah they i went to their concert and they rocked out and blah 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 and i'm like 
they rocked out. I just can't like they do have some don't get me wrong. It's not like every song is slow and mellow, but they remind me more. At first, I was saying they reminded me of Jimmy Eat World, but they don't. They actually remind me more of like Death Cab for Cutie. So they're very just chill, mellow, but they also have some songs that there's more guitar in or heavier drums. But for the most part, they're not that. So then when they came out and I've seen Death Cab three times and they don't like, yeah, they have some guitar and they do some solos, but it's just very chill for the most part. So when they came out, I was like, I feel like this is like a 90s grunge band right now. The amount of they, yes, like they rocked out for sure. And I don't know if I liked it. I liked it because I like Manchester Orchestra, but I think I would have. Yeah, I would have preferred just a chill. Those two dudes in front of us, man, they loved it. Oh, man. He was just. Bobbing, it was very head bobbing music. They just stood oh. there like I couldn't. I noticed as I looked around, most people were just standing there, arms folded like this. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. Um, I, I sent Sean a picture, buddy Sean. I sent him a picture because I went to the Jimmy World concert with him back in 01. And I sent him the picture and I said, you know, Jimmy World. And he's like, I'm just looking around the crowd because I get a little bit of the crowd in there with them on the stage. And he's huh. like, I'm looking around the crowd and it's just a bunch of old dudes. Like we're freaking old, bro. I'm like, ah, I know. And I said, well, they did say like, we've been together for 30 years. And he's like, man, we just said that, but I love the Jimmy Eat world part. I'm glad that they were first because I have a feeling you would have kept trying to get me to leave, but I felt that they were the better of the two, but that's just me because I like Jimmy Eat world. I would have been music. I wouldn't have tried to make you leave. Cause I enjoy live music. I didn't know a lot of their stuff. I think of all the songs they played, I knew five total. Yeah, and that's probably their five hits that they've come out mm-hmm. with over the years. Um, but I would have stayed. I would have just, I had, was under the impression Manchester Orca was, Orchestra was going to open. And then it was going to be Jimmy Eat World. And then I would have been like, hey, if you want to go, we can. But then you were like, once you were like, no, it's not the it's not the crowd I don't want to be here with. It's, you know, just the heat and blah, blah, blah. I would have been fine staying. But well, I was just a little surprised because Jimmy Eat World's been around forever. And I guess Manchester Orchestra has been around for almost as long. Yeah. I mean, I think it said 2004. But they're not as... Yeah, but they're not as, they've not been very big, I guess. Like, I know the first song I heard, I mean, it was years ago. It was Cope, which they did play. Um, it was off the Cope album. But I I don't know. I just, I guess I just assumed that Jimmy Eat World would be. And then when they came out, they're like, we're Jimmy Eat World. I'm like, what? Oh, all right. Well, sorry, Scott. You got to stay for the whole show. No, it was good. It was good. I just noticed you're wearing your Manchester Orchestra shirt. I, I am. I didn't uh, realize that. So before we went to the, before we went to the show, we're like, okay. Like it's going to be bad traffic to get over there. So we got to leave at like six o'clock, which is horrible, but actually it wasn't bad. I don't think we had really any, any stopped traffic. And then honestly, it takes longer to get, they, I mean, they had their, tra- they had their exit. Perfect. Like that the other right. night, like it takes longer for me to get out of like the varsity football game um, on a Friday night than it did the other night at this, at this concert. But anyway, so we get there early and I'm like, Hey, I'll come early so we can go eat. You know? So we did. And we ate over by the the venue and we went to this little, Mexican restaurant, which neither of us were too fond of. It just was no. very like, I think it, it was the only Mexican joint. So people are just going to eat there, you know? Right. And it said taco bar, but it was just not, I didn't think not I would, up to standards. I mean, I'd go there if it was like, that's our only option, but like, I would not just go there. Correct. And one thing that they had that we discussed was they brought out the chips and salsa and the salsa was like steaming hot. It's weird. And I've had warm salsa before. I think I've ever had warm salsa like with chips and salsa. I've had warm salsa where it's like they serve it warm like on the taco or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just it kind of reminded me of spaghetti sauce a little. Yeah, I don't want to eat warm salsa. I'm sorry. It doesn't have to be ice cold. It could have just been room temperature, but it was like steam, it was like hot, like came out of steam the- coming out. Yeah, like it was. I didn't like it. It was weird. 
So I don't know if, uh, if that's a thing, like if there's different parts of, you know, Mexico or whatever that have salsa that's warm. Cause you know, I mean, it, food's different in different parts, right. you know, kind of like, I don't think there's any such thing as American food. I think we just eat everybody else's food. Um, yeah, they say American style. That's like burgers, Southern yeah, cooking. I guess burgers are kind of the same everywhere, but I mean, no matter where you go, like the foods, I guess the food in the South is going to be different than the food right. in the Northeast. You know what I mean? So I just don't right. know if, if, um, you know, if it's different, like, Hey, we're, we're like a X style. Right. Right. And so we have hot, hot salsa, not like hot, uh, hot flavor, but hot, uh, temperature temperature. And it was weird. And so we talked about it. I'm like, would you rather have hot salsa or cold salsa? So we'll put that on the poll as well. Hot salsa or cold salsa. Uh, hot, hot salsa was weird. I'm a fan of cold. I just feel Are like that that's how it's supposed to be. Or like you said, room temperature, even if it's a little warmer than straight out of the fridge, but it was definitely weird. It was weird. And it was hard for me to, like, I ate it because I love chips and salsa and I was just hungry. But if I wouldn't have been so hungry, I might not have eaten it. I might have just been like, yeah. But when you said spaghetti sauce, I was like, yep, it definitely has like a spaghetti sauce texture, flavor. It it was kind of like the same consistency. It was, it was not, it was not a vegetable salsa where you have vegetables. It It was like a weird uh, sauce. It was salsa. I don't know. Yeah, it was. I did not enjoy it very much, to be honest. So and that, then the tacos weren't even good. Like the I got the carnitas and they were very dry. Uh, yeah, I got a beef burrito and it was, you know, I like if I'm going to have like a beef fajita burrito, like I want to have like strips of beef right. in there. And this was chopped up so tiny. It was just very small, like little tiny pieces. It was not my favorite. I feel like the only reason that place makes it is because it's right next to the concert venue. Oh, yeah. And sure. people just go in not realizing. I can't imagine that being it was somebody's busy. favorite. Yeah, I can't imagine that being somebody's favorite spot where they're like, hey, let's go to this taco bar. Like, let's go out of our way yeah. and go down there to this taco bar. Because it was not, it was like canned refried beans almost. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, it wasn't very good. But it did remind me. So with the warm salsa, it did remind me of things that should not go together. Mustard Skittles. Yes, we already brought those up today. Mustard Skittles. I, You know, I, I haven't tried them. I Maybe I can find them on or something um but the other one is uh i feel like um i like do you remember when they had skittles of course you remember they had the green skittles were lime and then they changed it to green apple for years and people like true skittle i was gonna say scoodle skittle purist steve Steve ratliff Ratliff. just angry Mm -hmm. steve ratliff was angry about it he told me at one point he would order skittles from uh england you'd buy them from england because you could because they still had the lime flavor He's like, but they didn't have grape. It was current. So mm. it was current uh, flavored, not grape. So he would actually buy. So then they, then they came out, they were, they were reintroducing probably about last year. They were reintroducing the lime back in. So then you could have all lime Skittles. So he's like, dude, I bought so many of those. Like it was just a package of all lime. I don't even like, like lime. I've got like a lime. I love key lime pie, but that's the only thing I can think of. That's like a prominent lime flavor that I want. Like I put lime in my Moscow mules, like lime juice. Do you put lime in the coconut? I don't. Despite what the song the says coconut. to do, I don't like any of my drinks with lime. I'm not a lime or a lemon. I love lemon, but I don't want lemon. And it's weird because I love lemon. I don't like lemon candy. I don't like lime candy. I love lemon pie, lime, key lime pie. It's just the fake, the fake flavor. Yeah, the so fake I, stuff I don't like. I personally like the lime. Uh, Skittles, but I also liked the green apple Skittles. A lot of people didn't like them. I liked them. I felt like though... It didn't really go with the rest of it. The green Maybe apple the, didn't or the lime? Yeah, didn't? the green apple. 
So I feel like with the lime, I could take them all and put them in my mouth and they'd be good. But when you threw the they, green apple, it gave it a little, it was off a little. What if they did it with change the lemon to banana? Oh, no, you couldn't do that. If they took the lemon and the lime out and changed it to banana no. and green apple. Mm, I think that there would be an outrage and Skittles would, it would, it would go under. But they could introduce it as a separate, like as a set, like you could still have your lemon and lime. I don't saying. even know if they it's make like banana runts. Skittles. Do they do make you like banana runts? Skittles? Do you remember runts? I don't know. Yeah, I love banana flavored candy. Like I love runts with bananas. <laughs> runts are so nasty. Oh, dude, runts are the best. Any candy, you know me, any candy's good. I know, that's true. I love candy. I don't care what flavor, like banana Laffy Taffies all day. Oh, all day, I eat banana Laffy Taffies. Banana um, Laffy Taffies? I like Laffy mm-hmm. Taffies, but I only like the red one. Of course, you only like red. You're like an only red person. I, like I only like red usually. Skittles. I only like red blah, blah, blah. I like red and orange typically. But the thing is, you have to learn to like it. You don't have to worry about this. You don't have kids, but you have to learn to like some of the things. Like, I know you love Almond Joys. I'm not a huge fan of Almond Joys. However, Crazy. I've grown to like them because at Halloween, all I get are banana Laffy Taffies and Almond Joys because the kids don't like any of that. And if I try to steal their candy, they just are like, here, take these. And then they give me banana Laffy See, Taffies and Almond Joys. If you were the favorite aunt, Jace would give you his peanut Reese's peanut butter cups and his Kit Kats and all his favorites. He would say, well, it's my favorite, but I'll let you have one. But I'm the dad. I'm not the aunt, unfortunately. No, you're not the favorite aunt. Plus, it's. I feel like by this Halloween, it's not going to be like so fresh that I'm new here. And so I feel like they're not going to give me the good candies. I think it was like when I moved here, I was still kind of new that I was living with you guys and mm-hmm. here all the time. And so they were trying to like win you over, win me get, over, get I guess, even though you. they'd already won me over. Yeah. So yeah, Jace was willing to give me his last Kit Kat or whatever it was, even though it was his favorite. He let me have it. Yeah. I just don't know why they make some of these things. Like we try them on our show, like uh, ketchup and mustard Doritos, right? Like yeah. why, why do they even make that? Like, I'm curious if they're going to keep those in. It's like Oreos come out with like a ton of Oreos over the years, but they don't keep them all in rotation. Like they see how they sell and then they cut out. Like there was one that Anthony, my son loved cinnamon Oreos. Hmm. They were only out like a, one of those quick ones. So every time I go to the grocery store after that, we had like a Google note doc that we would share and he would add stuff. He'd always have cinnamon Oreos <laughs> on there. And I'm like, bro, they don't make those anymore. It's a one-time thing. Well, they one-time had that. Uh, we bought, we were supposed to try them on the show and it was uh, cotton candy Oreos. You ate them all. But we ate them all. Like me and my kids, because they were actually pretty good. But there's like I, like pistachio Oreos. Like, See, here's the thing. I love pistachios, but they're not, I don't like pistachio ice cream. I'm like, that's not, to me, it's not a sweet flavor. So why are you putting, a, I don't know, a pistachio with a chocolate cookie? Well, even sense to me. Even these jelly bellies where they have these like bar flavored, booger flavored, dirt flavored, and even the sodas that we've had, right? The sodas we've tried, the sodas the kids have had, like they have to be losing money on these things because the people who just buy them for gag, like, hey, it's a gag gift. Okay, great. Right. It it's not many. that much. It's not that many. Like we bought them for as a gag, but how many people are buying them as a gag gift? Like, ha ha ha, we have these crappy right. sodas or these crappy, uh, I mean, it's like kids because they think it's funny, but you've, they've got to be losing money on freaking they peanut butter be- and jelly soda. I'm like curious, is it like, I wonder who bottles it or who is the manufacturer? I know they have random names on there, but if it's like, oh, if it's, it's like a Coca-Cola product. Ro- no, it's Rocket Fizz. We went to there. That's where we got all these sodas was from there. Uh, so ah. my my wife's uncle and aunt live in near Ridgecrest, California. And that's where the Rocket Fizz, I think is what it's called. That's where it's made and bottled and like it's mm. right there. And that's why we bought it when we bought but it. But do they sell good sodas also or is it all yeah, good, they had good ones? So we bought, we bought some good ones while we were there. Like they were, some of them were like different flavored, but it was like, 
it was still like cherry coke type you know stuff and, and root beers and things like that i'm like you gotta be losing money they've got to be losing money or it's written in their plan somehow that they like for example when you have a restaurant you calculate a certain amount of food loss every day right like you know you're going to lose right this money based on food costs or whatever maybe it's just written into their plan that they know they're going to lose money on them but that's what they're known for i don't know for me in business for me in business like every once in a while every once in a while we we pay out more than we we brought right. in on a job because of one thing or another um whatever it is like the server needed to go again and they wanted to build more whatever like i always take care of my people and i just tell my office every once in a while we're going to get one where we lose some money but we can't do that every day but i feel like these guys are like hey here's our business model we're gonna make these garbage sodas and we're gonna lose money every day i'm like there's there ain't no way there's no way yeah. maybe they're they're unless still in business so as i say unless there's a ton of people like you out there who are going in to buy I, the gag gift i guess i guess but i the, don't know but it does it does upset me the one thing that does upset me is about food and combos is when they have something great and they get rid of it or it's only there for a short time i went to whataburger yesterday and i was like hey can i get a dr pepper shake and they're like yeah we don't have those anymore we have banana pudding shakes and i'm like why don't you have dr pepper like okay i'm like time offer because it makes it makes it go to the milkshake maker put your ice cream in (laughs) fill it with dr Dr. pepper you still know how to make it you just made them a month ago like come on but i'm like why you got to get rid of that it's the best thing ever. It's like Chick-fil-A every year. They or every yeah, every year they do their limited time shakes. And in the fall, it's like usually like a pumpkin one. But every oh, summer they bring a peach one back, which I love the peach one. Peach one's good. At but it's only for like two or three months. And then that's all you can get it. And it's like, how come you can't have the peach around? It's so good. And nobody wants freaking uh, pumpkin spice or whatever. I hate pumpkin. That's the other reason I don't want football to come. That means fall's coming and there's going to be pumpkin saw, spice everything. Saw a couple things. I was at the store the other day. I saw pumpkin spice Cheerios. So they were already there. Yep. And I think pumpkin spice Cheerios, if I'm not mistaken, I think those are year round. They made it a. I don't know. I just I thought to they myself. They made it like a in rotation thing now. I just thought to myself, like, it's pumpkin spice. Uh, and number two, I was at Costco the other day and they had uh, Halloween costumes and Halloween candy. It's August. Yep. It's insane to me. Susie was here. What were we talking about? She was like, I can't. It must have been Halloween. They had Halloween stuff out because we were in Costco. We had Christmas is next year. I mean, yeah. next, she's like, I can't month. believe they already have Christmas or Halloween stuff out. That makes me sick. I'm like, I know, girl. We're more than halfway done this this year. We got a few no, months that's left. Crazy. It's like flying. I don't know. She texted me today, though. I love Susie. She texted me today and she goes, I just finished my last HEB butter tortilla. <laughs> and I'm like, dear you God, st- you took those with you? Not only that, how you still have them. Those things only last for like a few days. <sighs> even the even the ones. So we don't listen. I love Susie and Jeff. And I make fun of Jeff all the time because I'm like, Jeff, you were not old enough to have grown up in the depression era. <laughs> but he acts as though he's grown up in the depression era. Like you can't throw anything away. Like if it's even like, I'm like, Jeff, this milk expired like a week ago. He'll, he'll say, well, let me try a little bit. I'll try it. And he will stand there and drink. Mm. And I'm like, Jeff, it tastes bad. Oh, it just has a little bit of a tinge to it. He'll drink the rest of that gallon. No. Susie, I decided today, Susie, I said, Susie, I know I always make fun of Jeff growing up in the depression era, but I think you both grew up in the depression era because you were the exact same way. Cause she was like, well, I didn't want them to go to waste. And I'm like, I can't believe you took those. And not only that, you left here. A while ago, a week ago, at least over a week ago, two weeks ago, end of July. You can't, yeah, you can't. Those things How go did bad. Last, they go bad. Like we used to buy them at Kroger, and they'd be bad in you know three days. I, we even have the ones now. We've started to buy the ones where 
it's just like the dough and you, you just cook right. them. Yeah, those are better. Or even I won't say better, but I like those. Even those went bad. I, I pulled some out, you know, because we had something. What do we have? Tacos. When do we have Fajitas. tacos? Tacos. We had them at Sunday dinner. Yeah, so we had them at Sunday dinner and I went to go, you know, four or five days later, like, hey, we're going to have, I think we had breakfast tacos for dinner one night. Now we had double-decker tacos. Yeah, we had double-deckers. That's right. And then I went to use them to have breakfast oh, gotcha. tacos later. And they were like moldy. There were some that were moldy, some that weren't. So I just threw the ones that were moldy away and kept the other ones. But the, like, even those mold out. So I'm like, how did the Girl, I don't regular know. ones last? Weeks ago. And not only that, not only that, was it two weeks ago that I dropped off? We bought those. Probably a week like before. Like <laughs> the week or two. No, two weeks before when she got there. Yeah. So they were over a month and she ate them. She's like, I just ate my last one with a sad face. And I wasn't even like, I'm sorry. I was like, girl, how they last that long? And I can't believe you took those with you as well. Like you packed those in your suitcase as well. Like they crack me up. And I love love them though. Because they would always like, hey, we're going to go somewhere. Will you eat all this? I would just tell them, yes, I'm going to eat it all. And then they would give me all the food and I just throw it away. Because I'm like, this is bad. Or it's going to go bad and I'm not going to eat it in time. They're not going to do it anymore because they're avid listeners to our show. And now you gave gave away the secret. Well, good thing I don't live there, I guess. But oh, man. for many other reasons than just that. But anyway. Well, um, so a couple of episodes ago, Holly, I told you that I was going to have an experiment. Yeah. And the experiment was I was going to try to make additional. I was just going to make money somehow. I didn't know how. Right. Right. And so we've been trying to come up with ideas. And I decided I wanted to do. I decided to do something I've been wanting to do for a long time. What was that? Started your own um, detailing business. No, I don't want to do that. That's something that was an idea. But oh, gotcha. I'm going to be a referee for football games. I mean, you're pretty good at that, though. You're pretty good. Here's my question, though. Uh-huh. Or not my question. It's just a statement. Like, you're really good whenever we watch it on TV. You're really good about being able to call a move. But that's because, like, the cameras are, like, zoomed in on the right. dude. And you're, like, holding this guy. And then it's always, like, holding the same guy. So curious how that's going to go in real life yeah. for you. I just remember being young, seven, eight years old and like calling the penalty that I saw on the, on the screen. Right. But how does that translate into real life for you? I don't know. So I love to watch football and I love to watch the plays. And so that's my, going to be my biggest thing is, you know, because as a referee, you, you have different spots of the field that you're responsible for watching. Right. So, you know, when you look at the referee, he's watching the quarterback and some of the offense alignment, you know, he's back behind the offense and he's watching the offense line. But I'm like, I want to watch that pass and see it, you know, see it go. So, this should be interesting. I signed up. Um, it was about 10 years ago. I talked to uh, Ron Sturles, actually, because he he was yeah. a, a white hat. He was a ref. Yeah, he was a white hat. So he was What's a referee. So white hats are the referees, the actual like main like guy. Main guy? Yeah, yeah. Who like goes on the thing and says mm-hmm. like blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then I didn't realize so, that they had different. Yeah, so he was a white, you know, so everybody else wears a black hat with, you know, white stripes or a black hat. And then the referee, and it's only for varsity and above, they wear the white hat. So he was a white hat. And so I told him like, hey, okay. man, I want to do this. And he said, you know, absolutely. You should. This was 10 years ago. I remember I was 30 and I was like, I'm going to do this. It was, you know, and it's been 10 years and I haven't done it. So I said, you know what? Like I'm already looking for something and and I'll be a 1099. So I'll be my own independent contractor. So it's like, I'm starting a business, right? That's true. True. Um, and so I am going to do that. I signed up for all the things I need to sign up for. I actually have a scrimmage tomorrow that I'm going to go work. It's going to be hot and nasty, but, uh, I don't, I'm not going to be there like the main guy. There's going to be a bunch of referees like they, they kind of have all Is the it like re- a day game during the day. Yes. Well, That's morning, nasty. 9 oh, a.m. Maybe not maybe be too bad. Be like 90. So they have uh, they have like the new referees come out. And so some of the veteran referees, they'll it's like 
on the job training, like right. you're learning, okay, now you're going to go in for these amount of plays, you know, be the line judge or whatever. Got it. And I said, you know, so I was talking to the secretary of the local chapter today. I just called him up to introduce myself and, and I said, well, I'm going to go get some things and get a flag and this and he goes, well, we don't want you throwing any flags yet. I'm like, well, dude, I don't <laughs> even know all the rules yet. And you guys are like, Hey, go out and ref this game. I'm like, Ugh. you know, sorry, middle school team, but I probably missed a call. <laughs> Or should have thrown a flag, but they haven't given me a flag to throw yet. So that's that's my journey. That's my thing. I'm going to do it because my ultimate goal, and you can put it on, I'm putting it on tape right now, is one day, this has been my dream since I was a kid. I don't know why. Like first it was like, I'm going to play in the Super Bowl. And it was like, maybe I'll coach in the Super Bowl. Now I'm going to ref <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I'm going to be a referee. I, I can feel it. You know, I thought about, I was just thinking about like, maybe I'll go tomorrow and support you at your first game. But I lied. I was going to say that, but I'm not. I'm sorry. No, I love you, but I'm not going to be there. No. I would not. I didn't invite it's anybody. Be way too hot. I really didn't even tell anybody about it yet. But well, there you go. I'm hoping in a couple of weeks, maybe I'll be at like a middle school game or something. That'd be that fun. That would be cool. That would be fun. I think. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I think. I, I think I'll love it. I'm just. I'm just curious how it's going to translate on the field, like to being good at calling stuff when you're watching it on TV versus in live action where there's no slow motion and instant replay. How's That's that going to work out? I just mm. when in doubt. Uh, throw a flag sure (laughs) when when in doubt throw it out i don't know i have no idea just throw the flag because you can always pick the flag up you guys like yeah i threw the flag because i think this guy did that and they're like yeah probably not then they just pick up the flag and they no flag for whatever true good point i'd rather have you throw the flag than not throw the flag and miss a crucial right call and i'm sure the teams would rather i don't know if your fellow refs would rather you throw the flag than not but that's kind of why they let the ball go now like if they say it's a fumble they they let it go they pick you know they let the guy pick up the fumble and run it back for a touchdown and then because they can review every turnover right at least in the nfl so then they let the play go and then they come back and like yeah it wasn't a fumble it was you know right. whatever so anyways that's what i'm gonna do so i went today and bought my shoes and i uh, got a guy messaging me on facebook he's got some gear I'll go try to pick it up see what i got and yeah, that'll be fun i think i'm excited for you i think you're gonna love that i think it'll be good so like that's right my deal. into your realm of like coaching and yeah bullshit stuff that I can't imagine ever doing, but good for you. <laughs> so no coaching anymore. Won't be coaching football anymore. I don't think so. I thought Jace decided he still wanted to play. No, he's going to swim. He said he wants to be a swimmer. He's been, oh, pra- good. That been was, practicing that's... and he's been uh, taking lessons and he likes it. I'm going to be on the swim team. Good. Val and I were trying to encourage that. He was very anti swim team, but that was right after the end of football where he was still like, no, I'm going to play football. Yeah. So, I think he's done. Good deal. All right, Holly. So as we close this out, um, let's talk about your new, your new venture you ventured into the world of being a process server i did and you know it was so dumb i was so excited to go serve my first paper i like <laughs> texted karen i was like girl i'm about to go serve my first paper she's <laughs> like Woo-hoo! like tell me all about it and then i got there to serve it and the guy the lady's like oh he's off today i was like oh man yes i'm all excited i got dressed up yeah i got dressed up did my hair did my makeup so then i was like he's off so the next day i was like well forget it he's just gonna get me in some crappy Whatever I have on, whatever I'm wearing at the house, I'll do my hair, but I'm not putting my makeup on now because that was the only thing I did that day. Went to go serve and that was it. Mm. So then I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to put on makeup. Did you get him served? I did get him served and he looked very upset once he started reading what the paperwork was because he was all super excited. I was like, hi, can I speak with so-and-so? And the lady's like, oh, he's sitting right over there. So I go to him I'm like, hi, are you so-and-so? And he's like, I am like all like super nice. Worked at a car dealership as a service manager. So, you know, he's big smile on his face. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I just have some paperwork. And I hand it to him. He's like, thanks. And then I could see as his face just drops as he's reading through like, you motherfucker. I just saw him looking after me and I was like, run to the car, run to the car. 
<laughs> you know. Yeah, so that was a criminal subpoena. I don't know why he was involved or how he was involved, but he was. Witness, I think, is what it was. Well, he was a witness, but I don't know what he knows. Yeah, I don't know. But then I was telling Karen about that one, and then I went over, tried to serve a lady at the apartment. Uh, but she didn't live there anymore. But Karen's like, do you ever have people run from you? And I was like, well, I've only served two papers. <laughs> so far, nobody's run. But I do know Scott's had people run. But I think I'll probably prefer serving up businesses just because I feel like people are going to act less crazy. Well, and you think everybody... Well, you also think everybody's going to kill you. So that's could that's be an true. issue. I started thinking, I was like, I should probably start carrying my gun. Yeah, I've done this 15 years, not saying it can't happen, knock on wood. Uh, 15 years, I've never carried a gun. So that's I just my, on my next run. I, I knock I'm on wood. I'm going to be pissed so. at you. I just want you to know that. I'm going to be very angry. Who was that? What happened? Oh, somebody. That's funny that you say that. Somebody uh, Somebody was telling us that she was nannying for these little kids. She's like 16. She's 17, I guess. And so she nannied for these little girls. And while their parents are out of town and the little girl goes to her and she says, if you, because they went to the big lagoon, you know, mm-hmm. that they have in the neighborhood over. And she said to her, if I, if you let me drown and I die, um, when we're resurrected, you're going to owe me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that just made me think of that. Like when you, if you go and you die, I'm going to, you're going to be really pissed at me. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're serving papers now and that should, you've already got three assignments. It's only been a couple days since we got you kind of, kind of set up and going. Um, but I had one today I went to serve and the reason why I bring it up like some of these things that we serve, like I don't necessarily read all of them because I'm like, I, I just got over that. So like, long. I don't care anymore. Right. And, and the wording and all of it's usually the same. If it's a car accident, like, it's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, today I go serve something. It's like a cheerleading thing. I don't know if they like, make cheerleading equ- equipment and uniforms or if it's an actual cheerleading place. I couldn't really tell. Uh-huh. And there was a federal lawsuit and I didn't even look at it before I went in, but I go to serve it and I look at it and I see that it's a person suing this place individually and for anybody else that this may have affected. And I'm like, oh, this might've been a juicy one. Like I just immediately thought of like, not that I want to see any of this thing happen or or anything like that, but I just thought about like these Olympians and Michigan state Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And I was like, oh man, this might be like a juicy one. So I texted my Jessica that works for me. And I was like, dude, read the complaint. Like give me the cliff notes of what it is. Cause I'd already served it. So I didn't have it anymore. And so she texted me back and she's like, I am so mad. Like, I don't even want to read it anymore. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what is it? And she said the lady was blind and their website was not compliant. And so she's suing them for a lot of money because she can't see it. And I'm like, was she really going to the website? Like, I don't know. Because I know that there's people that do this where they, right. we, were, we were in Ridgecrest buying the fizzy pop sodas, all these crappy ones. And my wife's cousin was telling us about how Ridgecrest, their pool is closed because somebody came in. He's not even handicapped. He's not, doesn't have you know, wheelchair or anything. But what he does is he goes from town to town. And if they have things that are not, that are not ADA compliant, he sues them. And I'm like, I get it. Like, great. Let's try to make awareness. He made millions. Uh, see, that's what I don't like. Like if you're going in out of genuine concern and it's not for money, it's like, Hey, I, maybe I have a disabled son, blah, blah, blah. And I just want this right. to be ADA compliant. That's one thing, but to sue, I just think people like that are like scum of the earth. They are. So this guy, he essentially closed down their pool. The pool has to pay millions of dollars. Not only the company has to pay millions of dollars, him, the city does. And then they had to pay millions of dollars to get this up, up to speed. And he's not even from the town. Like he's not even from there. Yeah. And it just like, so I know that that happens and he just goes from city to city and, yeah. uh, and does that. So then I think about this because this is the second time and that I've noticed the second case that I've noticed like this, the other one was against another, uh, a restaurant actually. Right. And my buddy is the COO of that restaurant. 
Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I, we, I went and served it. And then I called him I'm like, bro, you're going to see this come through. Like, you ain't gonna believe this. He's like, oh, because their, their website was not, and it's like a major restaurant. Yeah. And so I'm like, I texted Jessica. I'm like, hey, hopefully, hopefully nobody sees that mine is not probably not ADA compliant, but they're not going to get much from me. Uh, you know, they, yeah, I think they go to bigger companies. Uh, I don't know how it settle. works. I know it's section 508 and I don't know if you have to have a certain, I don't know how that works. Um, and I only know it's like section 508 and why I only know about this, honestly, because my day job, I run an IT support right. contract and I have software developers who develop stuff for websites and applications. And they all had to go through when this happened. I think it just recently passed in the last, or maybe it didn't pass, but they had until a certain amount of time last year to get it done. And so we had to go in and my guys had to go in and update all of the apps and websites and everything to be compliant under section 508 uh, for the blind and the accessible. And, and I'm fine with that. Like if you need, if it needs to be accessible, great. But right. I just don't like, like these frivolous ones where it's just like, you didn't do this. So right. I'm suing you for $500,000. And you're like, seriously? But yep. That's like, that's like the lawsuit for the Gwyneth Paltrow one that happened earlier. And yeah. I don't follow celebrities or anything, but I just happened to see that he was suing for all sorts of money and it was actually his fault, but he was suing her. She, she countersued him for like a dollar for a buck and she won her lawsuit and but it was it was his fault but that's the thing i don't get like it's like i don't know i just think it's like there's a lot of things or maybe not a lot of things but i'm sure there's things that people could sue over but for me i'm like that's a lot of effort i mean if they win they win again i mean maybe i guess but and you don't have to like usually in a case like this you don't pay unless you win kind of thing like the attorney's not going to take it on unless they know well, right, but then I'd still, that's still a lot of effort I'd have to put into, mm, Yeah, I don't know, go to court and all that other stuff. If I had to go to court for it, I don't know. That's just something that's like, I'm one of those people, again, I pay for convenience. So anything that I have to put that much effort into is just not worth it to me. Like, no. eh. So anyways, I just, it just kind of bugs me when I see things. And of course, this is my job. So I'm like, make my right. money and move on. You know, it's going to happen. The way I look at it is like, it's going to happen anyways. Like, I'm totally not one of those that's like, I wouldn't do that because right. I don't like this. Well, dude, I'm just, I'm going to do it because it's going to happen. Somebody's going to serve that paper. So, well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I won't get involved on something like a, I'm not going to sue somebody for something most of the time. Like it would depend on what happened, but I'll definitely jump in on those, um, class action lawsuits. Oh yeah, dude. I did my Facebook. I'll take my day. $20. Yeah. I got one the other day. I don't know how much it's going to be. I don't know how much Facebook's going to be. But. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was for. It was for something maybe like Yahoo or Google or whatever it was. I kind of have like a limit though, because sometimes like it's 16 like bucks. Sometimes you know this these the big companies, Facebook stuff. I'm like, yeah, take stick it to the man, right? Right. But then there's some of them where they're like small potatoes and like, oh, there's a class. I'm like, ah, oh, it's just a little guy trying to make yeah. some money. I'm like, I won't take his forty two cents. I'm good. Yeah, mine was just for like Yahoo or Google or whatever. And then they're like, we've deposited your settlement for the class action lawsuit. You should see fourteen dollars and seventeen cents in your account. I'm like, yes, thank you. That's a that's an old fashioned right there. Yeah, Ron Swanson likes old fashions. There you go. He's a good man. Sitting here drinking an old fashioned. Heard him say that the other day. Oh, Ron. My kids have moved on to Parks and Rec. Well, Jared has. He has finished the office, uh, started the office super fan episodes on Peacock, and now is watching Parks and Rec and is loving it. It's so good. Cracks me up. Great. We just saw Ron Swanson the other day when he met Tammy and he got uh, braids in his hair. Yep. That was a good and one. And his mustache was all shaved. Yep, I do remember that one. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Well, everybody, um, we appreciate you being on. We appreciate you being here with us. Holly, we have more concerts that you are bound and determined to get me to now that you know I 
don't dislike crowds. Exactly. Now that I know. Now it's out. Yeah. Now it's just you guys. Just homebody. I just want to be at home. Bring the concert to me. I'll watch it on the TV. But you had a good time. It was great. Had a fun time. I almost almost fell asleep during Manchester Orchestra. I sat down. I closed my eyes and I was swinging back and forth. And I was like, anywhere though. I was like, dude, I'm about to fall asleep. You can fall asleep anywhere though. I just didn't know their stuff. So we will get out to some more. But hey, everybody, thanks for being here. And we look forward to uh, the next show. Take care. See ya. Hey, what's up, my channel? Please hit the drop. Drop a like and hit the subscribe button. Look for my first subscriber. Can't subscribe myself. Can't do that for some reason. I don't know why. Wish you could.